What's poppin' poppy? What's poppin' poppy? Name, age. So name and age. Gotta be honest with this one though, don't I? <laughs> so could lie, but I'm gonna put a screen <laughs> over it that says He's really older than that. So my name is Brigido Maceo Gofresi, 47 years old, uh, native New Yorker, but been gone for a long time. Uh, for good reason, man. The world's a beautiful place. There's a lot to do out there. I think the best thing about New York is that it exposes you to those to those elements. You get keeps you curious about what's happening. So as a dad who um, is raising two beautiful kids, what's some of the pointers, man? What are some of the things that you're trying to do right to make sure that uh, your kids grow up and, and have the best life possible? I think the, the golden rule in, in rearing children is to listen and spend time with them. Be, be present. Be always present uh, and, and try to listen well without judgment. A hard thing to do when you come from a Latin community that loves pointing a finger about shit that you've done wrong or you should be doing it like this, <laughs> highly opinionated. Uh, try to leave all that shit behind when you're listening to your children. So that's, that's a good point. Um, so you're obviously trying to do it different and, and raise your kids a little bit differently than how you were raised. Um, or, you know, acknowledging that in, in our culture, there's certain kind of statements or ways that our parents reared us. So can you talk specifically about like what you're trying to do different or how you have a, maybe a different style of parenting than how you were raised? Huh. Or is it exactly I've, the same? Or it's, it's, no, no, I think it's exactly the same, but with the, um, it's, it's expanded, it's evolved. I think my entire family took me on as my parents. Not, it wasn't one individual that became my parent. No, it was your community, it was your family. They reared you and they did it with love, you know, and they expressed love differently, you know, 47 years ago. And I think now I'm just doing, keeping up with it. Listen to your kids, you know, with love. Treat them with love. Uh, question any movement or any action or any reaction you have to them and apply the question of it uh, is, you know, is, is it showing love? Are you showing kindness to your son? Is like, you know, is this a real representation of who you are and who you want them to be? So I think it's just, you know, show love and keep thinking about it. So obviously as a Puerto Rican, your cultural heritage is like, pretty much everything, or is that the center of the universe, or is there all the time, and it's kind of uh, something that you're proud of, right, and, and representing that culture, and so, like, how do you try to impart that on your children, or keep that sense of, like, being Puerto Rican alive? That's a hard one. You, we live on the other side of the planet in a culture similar to our own, but very different at the same time. And as an expat living in Europe, you feel, your roots are tenfold. All of a sudden, you represent your whole culture. You're wearing your flag on your back. And with my kids, it's like, you know, play the music, learn our music, learn our food, learn our traditions, and understand banter and humor within the Latin community. Because you know, that, that, kind of, that dynamic changes everywhere you go. Because uh, for me, I think it was one of the things that, that saved me and made me an easier traveler, felt like I could adapt, I can adapt to anything. A bit hardened by my family's 
hard, hard humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was dope. So, what are the things you miss, you know, when you're not home, right? So, the things obviously that aren't here that you miss. So, how do you emulate or how do you replicate those things or how do you still feel a closeness to them? Or do you? Wow. Right? You can't go down to the bodega. No. Shoot the shit. You can't, like, get on the train and... No, that, first of all, I don't, we, we live in a place where it doesn't have the ethnic diversity that New York has. Uh, there's no one like me culturally that's anywhere close. And with my children, I try to just, when I remember a memory, a specific time in life in New York, I, I tell them about it, and usually it you know, ends up in laughter. So you have a son and a daughter. Yeah. Um, raising a man and a woman, is it the same formula or is there, are there special things or different things you're doing for each of them to try to raise them as you would see a woman being versus a man? Are there things that overlap? Can you speak about that? I think it's pretty gender neutral, which is probably really strange for, especially for me, from my background. Our background is guy's a guy, girl's a girl. So it was pretty straightforward and I don't do I don't think I do any of that with my kids and the the great thing of of traveling and, and leaving New York and seeing the amount of possibilities you can have in your life is yeah you can apply yourself to anything you can do that shit there's nothing I don't do anything specific with my son that I wouldn't do with my daughter and vice versa I want them to be you know strong humorous adaptable human beings regardless of the situation so um, a lot of shit going on on the planet. You know, we've been building on that over the last forever woman. So, <laughs> so the climate is hot. You know, there's a lot going on. So as a father, obviously our children are going to inherit the things that, you know, we lead to them. Is there a message that you would convey to the world or to the leadership of the world or to people that might lend a sympathetic ear to say, on behalf of my children, as a father, this is what I implore you to do or this is what I would ask you to try and do. So what's your message to the world as a dad? You can sit with that one for a minute because it's a big Wow, that's heavy. It's a big cup. That's yeah. heavy. It's loaded. But it gives you an opportunity <laughs> to at least you know, think about what you would say to these people, man. Damn, I mean, really have a have an ethical global perspective of things, I think would be. And you're not going to get that from one generation to the next. It's, it takes a long time. So today's leadership is not going to see that at all. You know, what do you say to these people? You're not going to change their mind. So what about to the leaders of tomorrow? Leaders of tomorrow, man, that's my revolution is my children. The moment they were born, I said, that's, that's where I'm going to make my change. That's where I'm going to make my mark. That's where I'll make the world better. But, you know, speaking of today's leadership, that's wasted breath. Mm. Um, What's on your playlist in the car with the kids? What do you got to jam into? <laughs> Art Blakely, uh, John Coltrane, uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, Stevie Wonder, uh, 
some appropriate hip hop that's not too heavy with the lyrics. Yeah, actually, a lot, just a lot of random jazz. Random jazz? Yeah, I guess it's not random jazz. Uh, so you were a mature fellow when you had your children? Uh, yeah. Lived a lot. <laughs> yeah. Lived a I lot. Was Thirty-five. Already. So were you ready? No, nobody's ever ready. You know, just, Alex and I were together seven years before we had kids, and it made no difference that time. Like I could have had them when I was twenty. I was nowhere near ready. I didn't have the wherewithal. I had less money than I thought I should have at that age. And every kid is different. I think they, they require different things. So you're never ready. You can read the playbook, but you're making shit up as you go along. So there's a guy out there, fresh, just had one, watching you. What do you tell him? Like, yo, you need to, for the first year, you need to be on this, or you need to do this, or this is what you'll need to be prepared. Patience. Yeah. <laughs> Patience and actually the hardest the first thing you should shed as a father as a first father is ego Shit is not about you anymore uh, I think The quicker you get rid of that you sorted You don't need to be carrying like oh, what about me? What about me? What about my time? It's about that new life man. You're responsible for it. You're responsible for making that change so it was transformative to you as a human being, having children, or you're the same person just with kids now? I'm the same guy just with kids. Uh, what are you? I'm a better version of myself, most definitely. Most definitely a better version of myself. You know, children have that great ability to hold up to mirror to you and you see the monster and you're like, I don't want to be that guy. So, Hmm. You change for the better. You improve. You don't want yeah, you improve. You don't want them to see your flaws and emulate your flaws. In order to do that, you have to recognize your own flaws. I think you have to be mentally active as well. You just gotta be in there thinking about what you're doing. I think I see parents when I'm in the park and it breaks my heart. And you just see that they're emulating their parents without any thought, without any feeling of any power that they can change. And that's, that's a real big error. So, that's a lot. <laughs> um, so we talked about the culture. Um, we talked about kind of the transition of, how do you think it differs raising children in Europe versus raising children in America? Or do you think it's different? Obviously, you, you know, you only have one side of that experience, mm -hmm. um, but I mean, you have family here, you kind of see the different exposures, you kind of see, you know, how, what the culture is there versus here. Ultimately, you're raising your children and you can, you, you're trying to get them ready for the world that you think might be when they're adults and they have to go out there and survive on their own. And I see American kids growing up with no tools in order to find gratitude. And I think if you f don't find gratitude in your life, you never find happiness. You don't wake up in the morning and be like, yo, 
I got a house. That's amazing. I got running water. That's amazing. I got electricity. That's amazing. I live in a safe community. I have access to knowledge. If you don't wake up like that every morning, then you don't find your gratitude. You're never going to be, you'll always be chasing the dream. The next thing of the next kick of, oh, I need to go shopping. That's going to make me happy. Oh, I need to buy this because that's going to make me happy. I need to my neighbors and my peers to find me successful in order to find happiness. And I don't, I don't think real joy is based there. Where is real joy based? In gratitude. I think people who have little have been able to like that. They find that easily. Like you travel around, you see poor communities and these people have hard lives but the incredible vast amounts of joy like in these people, regardless of the outside situations is immense. And you come here like, it's a wealthy, wealthy country, incredibly wealthy and people are miserable, man. Peace, they're, they're hustling, they're, they're scared you know, that somebody's gonna walk in and shoot them or you know, their insurance premiums are, premiums are gonna go up. And like, it's just like, you constantly under pressure of you're gonna lose something when you already have it. You born with a U.S. passport? Shit, the world's yours. We talk about um, maybe your proudest moment as a father, or you know something that your kids have done that made you <laughs> like, oh, all right, I'm doing the right. Man, every day they kick back and they hit me with one of my own jokes. That makes me proud. You know, uh, their spirit. You know. Regardless of the situation in front of them, that makes me proud. And they do that shit on a daily basis. Um, and their joy. They're happy kids. Yeah. Um, so we all have our own baggage history with our own fathers, you know, as fathers. Ooh, I think. That's a heavy one. Mm -hmm. um, and either we're trying to right the wrongs most of the time, or not all the time or we're trying to make ourselves um, distinctive in our own right as fathers and as men, right? And getting from under your shadow of your father sometimes. Mm -hmm. Could you speak to the relationship with your dad, not specifically, but how it shaped how you father, right? Mm -hmm. And like what side of the coin you are on with that? Living up to, creating your new path in or... your own way, right? <laughs> You grow up, you become a parent yourself, you all of a sudden realize the things your parents either did for you or didn't do for you or the lessons that you learn, they all come clear the moment you become a parent and you gotta make those decisions for your own kids. And I think my dad was a great dad, but he failed himself as a man. So those are the things that I'm I try to change in my life. I want my kids to grow up thinking, you know, my father worked hard. He was responsible. He took responsibility for his own actions. And he got, he pursued his dreams. All the things my father didn't, didn't do. Aside from that, the parenting is the same. My father was humorous. He was, you know, giving. He was a great protector. He was a cool, cool guy as a dad. He was present as well. I think it was a, a big thing in today's society is to find time, be with your kids, make less money. Yeah. So like on a, on a, 
one of the things that me and the guys talk about all the time, and I think you and I have spoken about this, mm -hmm. is like men ain't men anymore. You know, it's kind of like a lost breed of man. Um, and so I think a lot of us are trying to like cope with figuring out what are the skills or what are like the foundational tools that every man should have, right? What are some of the the new secrets or the new, you know, kind of rubric, the matrix, if you will, for creating a man? So, you know, you're raising a son, you're also yep. a, a good man in your own right. So can you speak to some of like these guys out here and be like, yo, you're a man, you're not an old boy, like you need to be doing. Yeah these things yeah the whole definition of manhood is, is changing and constantly cha changing rapidly within today's society and i think by the time my kids are big it'll it'll change even further but one of the first things i probably teach both of my kids is integrity you know regardless of gender be honest be true to yourself do the things you say you're gonna do um be proud of the things you're gonna do Create your own measuring stick as to what you feel is success and what you think is the good job, the right way. Uh, find your moral scope and and be true to that. So honest. That's that's a man. That's a that's a good person. You know. Mm -hmm. It's more than just a man. It's about you know? being a good human. Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, that was a lot of good stuff. Um, Closing words, other things that you want to say or anything you could think of in terms of like fatherhood points or resources. Is there a good book maybe or something that was, you know, transformational for you? Mm. Um, Didn't have any of that. <laughs> Didn't have anything. I had no guideline. There was no book. There was no Dr. Spock daddy version 2.0. Be a great dad. No, I had emulated the styles of people I've met that I was lucky enough to meet in my lifetime. I'd, uh, I'd say, damn, that guy was a good dad. Oh, wow, look at that guy, man. He's a, that's a man, you know? Emulate those people, you know? Keep your eyes open to the lessons you're gonna find in clear sight. You know, you're gonna see and hear people speak and you're gonna learn how to be a good parent. There is no book in my mind that I know. There's no music. There's no there's no reference point other than everything that's around you. Keep your eyes open. Keep your ears wide. <laughs> never, never step on the fingers that come under the door. It's a creature. Oh, and you know, always try to try to find a, a moment to laugh every day. Shit. Yeah. Life, life gets crazy, man. And when you, you're crazy, your kids get crazy, it's like, there's no point, man. You're here to have a laugh. Enjoy it. It's a short ride on this planet. That's what's popping. That's, that's what's popping. Good job. Thank you, cuz. You're welcome. That was good.